Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. And this is an inspiring story about a hidden hero of history. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. Order up! Coming, Granny! La la la, la la la, la la la, la la la! Thanks for helping out today, Little Red. The restaurant is busier than ever. Uh, Let's see. This order includes Jack's giant sized flapjack stack and the Goldilocks just right juice, freshly squeezed. What table? Uh, bring it over to table six for me. Hmm, that is right over... Whoa! Granny! Heavens to Betsy, child, what is it? It's... it's... It's the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, yes. He comes here at the same time every week. Hello, Big Bad. Hello, Granny. I hear he's taken up meditation now. And he started his own shop in town, Howl at the Moon Records. He supplies good tunes for the restaurant, and I serve him flapjacks. He's harmless, don't worry. All right, whatever you say, Granny. La la la, la la la, la 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 la. Oh, look at this marvelous crowd. It smells delicious in here. Hello, Granny. Oh, hello, Reginald and Jonathan. Welcome to Grandmother's house, my new diner. This place is looking great. Why, thank you. Uh, Please sit, sit. Wow, so many great options on the menu, Granny. Sautéed dandelion greens. It's one of my favorites. That's the Reg special. Really? Oh. I'm honored. What inspired you to open your restaurant, Granny? Oh, I've just always loved feeding others and making them feel at home. Then this little spot opened up and uh, I had to take the leap. I admire your drive, Granny. Me too. In fact, it reminds me of another industrious entrepreneur, chef, and inventor. Oh, and who would that be, young man? Lucille Elizabeth Bishop Smith. Hmm, I don't think I've heard of her before. Oh, please sit, Granny. In my experience, we're in for an incredible story. All right, you don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) Uh, I'll put in your order for dandelion greens, and uh, uh, what will you have, Jonathan? Oh, uh, Rumpelstiltskin's golden waffles, please. (laughs) Rump. You got it. Now tell me the story of Ms. Bishop Smith while your meal is being prepped. It all started on September 5th, 1892, in a place called Crockett, Texas. Ooh, I can feel the story heating up. This was when Ms. Bishop Smith was born. 
We're stirring in some good story ingredients now. Uh, Ms. Bishop Smith graduated from college around 1912 and married her college sweetheart, Ulysses Samuel Smith. They established a catering business together. Oh, is that so? How lovely. Now we're cooking with gas. Uh, Reg, have you gotten the food references out of your system yet? Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, Jonathan. Uh, I'll just uh, chew up and swallow the rest instead of saying them aloud. Uh-huh. I may have left these jokes in the oven too long. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, Reg. Now, back to serving up some fun facts. Nice. Thank you. Working in the food industry was indeed a family affair for the Smiths. In fact, Mr. Smith became known as the Barbecue King of the Southwest. Oh, it's quite the moniker. Mr. Smith catered for a popular traveling rodeo. Fascinating! And Ms. Bishop Smith and her husband were employed as the caterers of an exclusive summer camp. They worked there for much of their lives from 1928 to 1973. In 1973, Ms. Bishop Smith was recruited to begin a domestic service training program for professors and instructors at Prairie View A&M College. Oh, Granny, do you know what domestic service means? As a matter of fact, I do, Reginald. Domestic service includes tasks such as house cleaning, cooking, and child care. That's right. And there are people who worked in the domestic service industry in both private homes and public institutions and businesses, like hotels. Hmm, I see. Ms. Bishop Smith developed the first college-level commercial foods and technology department, a program that helps students train to be part of the food and baking industries. Uh, I went to a program to train and then brought my skills here to grandmother's house. Studied over at Peregrine's Place of Learning and Educational Excellence. Ooh, prestigious. You betcha. Ms. Bishop Smith was an educator and inspired future generations. In fact, her great-grandchildren, Chris and Ben Williams, opened a restaurant in 2012 called Lucille's in her honor. They served Southern cooking reminiscent of their great-grandmother's. Oh, isn't that nice? Keeping tradition and their ancestors alive. There's also a Texas-based nonprofit named Lucille's in 1913, founded by Chris Williams, which serves over 600 meals a day to people in need and trains folks for jobs in the restaurant industry. Oh, that's quite the tribute. It is indeed. Lucille used a lot of the funds from her catering and other businesses to give back to community service projects. And she fundraised for various causes to uplift under-resourced communities. Uh, you also mentioned that Lucille was an inventor. Uh, what is it that she invented? I'm so glad you asked. So you know how you can go to the grocery store today and buy different mixes? Hmm, like uh, for cakes and brownies and cupcakes and waffles and, oh, and there's pancakes too and, uh, whoa, uh, Reg, come back to us. Oh, sorry, 
I think I'm getting hungry. Oh, don't fret, my dear. Order's almost up. But you're exactly right, Reg. In the 1940s, Ms. Bishop Smith invented Lucille's all-purpose hot roll mix. It started as a fundraiser for her church. She ended up raising $800, which back in the 40s was quite a bit of money. Incredible! Eventually, the mix caught on and became revolutionary. Orders poured in, and grocery stores started to make requests. A 2004 article in a newspaper called Cleburne Times Review reported, Grocery stores began placing orders for cases of the mix. By 1948, the orders were for more than 200 cases per week of the 14-ounce boxes. 21 different recipes could be made from the base. The product paved the way for the convenience cooking we know today. How inspiring. Oh, Granny, you will also love this. It's one of my favorite parts of Ms. Bishop Smith's story. In 1941, she published a cookbook called Lucille's Treasure Chest of Fine Foods. It was reprinted many times. In 1945, 1947, 1960, 1969, and 1972. But my favorite is the 1960s version of the book. Why is that, Jonathan? It was printed on 400 index cards and sold in a recipe box. Oh, I love that. I have a recipe box, and it's become a precious family heirloom. May we see it, Granny? <laughs> and give away my secret recipes. No way, Jose. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Ms. Bishop Smith's cookbook has become an heirloom of sorts. The recipe box version of the book is difficult to find these days and is a major collector's item. What kind of recipes were included? Southern favorites like hush puppies. A deep-fried ball made from cornmeal batter. Spoon bread. A lighter version of cornbread. And hominy casserole. Made from whole corn kernels that have been prepared in a specific way to create hominy. Wow, you have a wealth of knowledge, Granny. Oh, thank you, thank you. There were a few less recognizable dishes as well, like banana flake salad and potato fudge. Hmm, I'm not sure what's in those, but I'm going to find out someday. Perhaps you'll find one of the recipe box editions of a book. You know, I'm going to try and search for one of those. Perhaps I'll speak to Sherlock Nettlesby and see if he can track one down. The Squirrel Detective Who Can Solve Any Case. A superb idea. And finally, at the age of 82, Ms. Bishop Smith founded Lucille B. Smith's Fine Foods Incorporated. Among her clients, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. It's never too late to start a new venture. I should know. That's your food. Let me grab it for you. I got it, Granny. Here you go. One Reg's special and Rump's Golden Waffles. Mmm, mmm. Thanks for coming in today, boys. 
It was amazing to learn about such a groundbreaking person in the restaurant biz. I'm so glad, Granny. Her story inspires me, too. I love how much acts of service were part of her life and businesses. Exactly. I want to keep cooking and to give back to our once-upon-a-time community. That's wonderful. Right, Reg? Uh, Reg? Hmm? Mm. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I got lost in these wonderful waffles. Reg, that was my order. It was? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I already finished my delicious dandelions and everything just smelled so good. Don't worry. I brought seconds for everyone. We love to share here at Grandmother's house. <laughs> here, here. Bon appetit, boys. Hidden Heroes of History is a John in Character production. This story was written by Molly Murphy and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Sound Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time. So gather your squad for all.